Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Properly deep frying a turkey can make you a hero of your next holiday dinner. When done right, a deep fried turkey is a juicy, crispy alternative to roasted, which can be easily overcooked or undercooked. However, deep frying involves cooking with a large amount of very hot oil. That's why it must be executed with caution and precision. You need to plan your turkey fry several days in advance for reasons of both safety and flavor. And even if you're never planning on doing this, perhaps because, like me, you injure yourself pan-frying food, hopefully you'll find the process as fascinating as I do. But, okay, before you even start thinking about frying, get all the equipment you could possibly need together, including a fire extinguisher safe for use on oil fires, because you never know. Also, you'll need a few aluminum roasting pans, kitchen towels, 
tongs, and both a meat thermometer and an oil thermometer. Plus, make sure you have a hook to lower and lift the turkey into and out of the oil. This is not a hands-on kind of project. Also, be sure that you have a safe spot for frying, a flat and fireproof surface, not your wooden deck, please. And plan to have someone stay with the turkey the entire time it's in the fryer. And decide how you will discard the used oil ahead of time. You can save it for reusing or throw it away in a disposable container once it's cooled or check with your local government. Lots of cities and municipalities have disposal or even recycling programs for cooking oil. Just don't pour it down any of your drains. Once you're all prepped, you can proceed to step one, choosing your turkey. You're going to want to opt for a smaller turkey. You want a bird that's about a quarter to a third of the size of your fryer's pot. That will leave plenty of room for the oil to completely surround the bird once you submerge it. A 10 to 12 pound turkey, that's about four and a half to five and a half kilos, is a good size for most outdoor fryers. Make a note of the turkey's weight. A plan to fry the turkey for three to three and a half minutes per pound. Step 1B. After you get your bird home and before you do anything else, put it in your fryer pot and fill the pot with water just to the point that it covers the bird. Remove the turkey and then mark the water level. That's the level to which you'll want to add oil when it comes time for frying. Okay, step two. Thaw and brine the turkey. Dumping a frozen bird in hot oil can cause an explosion, so be sure to allow enough time to completely thaw out your turkey. It's easiest to thaw in the fridge over the course of a few days. You can even keep it in its original packaging and just plop it in one of those roasting pans to catch the juices. But for how long? You want to allow 24 hours of thawing time per every 5 pounds or 2 kilos of turkey weight. If you're working with the aforementioned 10 to 12 pound turkey that'll fit most outdoor fryers, that means you're looking at about 2 full days, or 48 to 58 hours to be precise. During the final 18 to 24 hours of thawing, or once it's totally thawed if you like, it's time to start wet brining your turkey. Because when you fry a turkey, you won't be able to stuff the cavity with aromatics like you can when you roast one, and any rubs or fresh herbs on or under the skin would wash away or burn. But brining gives you an opportunity to flavor the meat before cooking it and to tenderize it. There are lots of recipes for brines on the internet, but the basic is one and a half cups of salt and a cup of sugar dissolved in a gallon of water. Uh, For our metric friends, that's about 360 milliliters of salt and 240 milliliters of sugar in about 3.7 liters of water. You can also add herbs or spices. Check out a few recipes and see what sounds good. Once made, refrigerate the brine until it's 40 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 4 degrees Celsius, or colder. Then, place the turkey in a brining bag or large pot, pour the brine in, and seal or cover. Brine for 18 to 24 hours in the fridge. What's happening during this step is that through the power of osmosis, the meat absorbs some of the liquid, and the salt denatures proteins in it. Proteins are these big folded-up messes of molecules, like necklaces that have somehow merged while sitting in your jewelry box, or like a string after your cat or child has gotten to it. Salt relaxes some proteins, making muscle fibers less tough and letting water molecules and anything else that's in the water move in and hang out. But then, because you want the effects of the brine without that extra moisture, we come to step three, drying the turkey. After your bird is brined for 18 to 24 hours, you want to let it dry out. This step takes an entire day, but it helps create a crisp skin by preventing the skin from steaming during the fry. 
So clear a shelf in your fridge and place a drying rack in or over a large, shallow roasting pan. Remove the turkey from the brine, discard the brine, pat the turkey dry, and place the turkey on top of the rack and let it drip dry in the fridge, uncovered, for 24 hours. Then, step three, it's time to fry. Remove the turkey from the fridge, place it in a clean aluminum pan, and let it sit at room temperature for 30 to 60 minutes. This will help the turkey cook faster and more evenly. Meanwhile, set up your fryer according to the manufacturer's instructions. Add your oil just to the fill line that you marked previously. Uh, Peanut oil, corn oil, canola, cottonseed, safflower, soybean, and sunflower oil are all good options. Follow the instructions for bringing the oil up to the proper frying temperature, which is 350 degrees Fahrenheit or 176 degrees Celsius. Using your hook, very slowly submerge the turkey into the hot oil, about a quarter of the bird at a time, and wait one to two minutes between each move. Lowering the turkey slowly allows the oil to better maintain the proper frying temperature. Remember, the cool bird will lower the oil's temperature, so you want to give the oil time to heat back up to the optimal temp. If you submerge the turkey too fast, the temperature of the oil may drop below frying temperature, and then you'll just be boiling the turkey in oil. Frying seals in the juices. Boiling releases them. Fry the turkey for about three to three and a half minutes per pound until the internal temperature is 160 degrees Fahrenheit or 71 degrees Celsius. The USDA instructs us to cook poultry to 165 degrees Fahrenheit or 73 Celsius, but when you take your turkey out at 160 degrees, it will continue to cook from the residual heat, a phenomenon that chefs sometimes call carryover cooking. If you leave your turkey in the oil all the way until it reaches 165, it will continue cooking and reach a final temp above that, maybe 170 degrees Fahrenheit or 76 degrees Celsius, and the turkey will be dry. When you do remove the turkey from the fryer with your hook, transfer it to a clean aluminum roasting pan to allow it to drain. The moments after your turkey comes out of the fryer are a good opportunity to add extra flavor. A lot of cooks like to sprinkle a dry rub on the bird at this point. Finally, step four, rest. Both you and the turkey. This is perhaps the most important step for a juicy turkey. Once the turkey is done, loosely cover it with foil and let it rest for at least 30 minutes before you carve it. Basically, you want to allow the meat of the turkey to cool down. As it cooks, the muscle fibers in meat firm up, pushing juices outward. By resting the turkey, or a steak for that matter, you're letting those fibers relax and allowing juices inside to redistribute. If you carve it too early, the juices will flow out and your turkey, again, will be dry. Once you've let the turkey rest, carve as usual and enjoy your feast. Today's episode was written by Sean Chavez and produced by Tyler Klang. Brainstuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other tasty topics, visit our home planet, HowStuffWorks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. 
Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.